All right, welcome to a special edition of Mojo Sessions. Kaz B here. Uh, this is a special series we're doing leading up to the national, the road to NSCC 23, if you will. We're talking to the movers and shakers in the industry, what they've got planned at the national, and very excited to start off with Andy Broom, VP over at Certified Collectibles Group. Of course, you know that name, you know CGC, CSG. Uh, they've had some big news uh, in terms of what this they're doing with grading we'll get into that and much more but uh andy how are we doing today i'm doing great man thanks for having me on of course yeah uh, we're thrilled to have you on uh you know i think people who have been in this hobby for a while probably <clears throat> familiar with your name what you've done with uh a long history in the hobby but i always like to ask people uh, as we start just give us uh like a hobby history your background, uh, both as a collector, you know, going all the way back to when you were a kid, to what you've done in this industry. <clears throat> Excuse me. Absolutely. So my first pack of cards was a 1983 Tops pack that my dad bought me at the gas station. And uh, I thought it was cool, but, you know, it wasn't until 86 when I got into full-time collecting uh, when I went crazy. Uh, and, uh, you know, un unlike a lot of uh, collectors, my mom never had the chance to throw my cards out. I never stopped collecting, <laughs> even going to school and everything. So uh, I know that's that's kind of a, a weird thing in the hobby, it seems like. But, it's true, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've been a full-time collector since then. Uh, you know, I, I got into the industry on the professional level around 1999. Uh, so I've been professionally grading cards now for uh, going on 24, almost 25 years. Wow. That's, uh, that's spectacular. Cause it's, you know, there's so many new faces in this industry and it's, uh, it's great to get back to the, you know, it's crazy to say 25 years is the roots now of the industry, which is kind of <laughs> wild to say. Uh, but you're right. Like it's, uh, it's, it could be, I guess, you know, I think you would know better than me. It could be sometimes few and far between that you find who are, uh, who've been in this for a long haul and, uh, have that passion for all these years. Um, I also uh, looking up your background, uh, I have to mention it because I've seen you've worked on stuff like Antiques Roadshow, Pawn Stars. I'm like a huge Antiques Roadshow junkie. I love that <laughs> stuff. Uh, I want to know in your time on the, sort of those show circuits uh, or just in general, your time in this hobby, because uh, you've you've seen it all, I'm sure. It's uh, and especially a lot of the vintage stuff, uh, all that sort of stuff. But is there anything that has crossed your path that you had to take a step back and go, how, what is this? How did you find this? Anything that's, <laughs> does anything surprise you anymore? Uh, you know what? Uh, yeah, I still get surprised, which is really cool. You know what? We, we were actually joking about this the other day with one of my, my senior graders and, uh, he's been in this for about 10 years and, and he was joking. He was starting to feel like an old man in the industry. <laughs> and I said, man, you got a long ways to go. But, you know, we were joking and said, you know, have we become jaded? Have we seen so many, so many awesome cards over the years? You know, what, what moves the needle? And, and for me, it's, it's, it's rarity. Uh, you know, one example uh, I'll give that I remember uh, very clearly, uh, an E-104 Naja Caramels card, uh, Fred Tenney, complete common. The guy's, you know, uh, of course, he was actually decent in his day, but we've forgotten about him, you know, right. today. He's not Cobb or Wagner. Um, but he did not have a card that we knew of in that set, the E-104-2, uh, I'm sorry, dash three set. And so 2018 won surfaces from St. Louis, which is where it should be uh, based on where they were, they were issued. Uh, I was fortunate enough to, to get to grade that, bring it to market, catalog it. Um, and then shortly after that, a second one appeared. 
that uh, was also graded went on the market. And then uh, just this past year, a third one arrived at CSG that I, I had the honor to grade. So it, it, it was a cool thing because this is, you know, 110 plus year set. And now for the first time in a span of, you know, three years with this card appears, you know, so wow. to me, that's really cool. I love that. What's the card worth? Not, not a great deal, but it's, it's the story, the history behind it. You know, those are the kind of things that, that really still get me going. Yeah, that's amazing. Uh, guess what it rains it pours. Uh, that's that, that is fantastic. Uh, and, and again, it kind of goes to like, uh, and this kind of plays into my next question. Like, what I think a lot of us got into this, you know, as a kid for me, I know it was just about the collecting aspect. It was about just getting my favorite players, all that sort of stuff. You know, filling up whatever it is. Uh, you know, my my shoe box, a binder full of my favorite cards. You know, organizing it by all star team or whatever it may be. So it's that's what it's all about. And I do want to ask, because this last, you know, now three years going on where we have seen this massive boom in the hobby, things have, I guess, I I, I would say it's settled uh, quite a bit in the last year. Uh, and we've seen a lot of new people in this industry and a lot of changes, a lot of new, uh, you know, a lot of new money in this industry. So from your perspective, being in this now, as you said, professionally for 25 plus years, what are do you in your mind the pros and maybe some of the cons of this industry growth that we've seen? Something that we're definitely going to be seeing on display at this year's national in just a couple of weeks. Yeah, you know, uh, when I look at where the hobby is right now today, as uh, compared to before the pandemic, compared to two thousand eight and, and so on, where we've had ups and downs. You know, I, I think we're in a time right now where we can almost take the the pandemic out of the equation now. And, and we're, we're back to where we were before, but but stronger. So what I'm saying is I think it's a really strong market out there. Uh, you know, the, the cards, the the blue chips, and, and even and like vintage is a great place. We're just talking a little bit about some pre-war. You know, those are still setting records all the time. So the market is strong, you know, and, and you kind of mentioned it that, you know, during the pandemic, we saw a lot of people enter into the hobby that weren't in the hobby already. Now, that that means collectors getting started for the first time, which is very cool. Uh, you know, a side note, I've seen more kids in the last three years at shows than I ever have in my life, which is fantastic. But we also had people that entered into the to our industry that were, you know, uh, primarily flippers that that really didn't have a hobby background. They just this is a quick way to make some money. And then we had the investors. We did have big money coming in, uh, uh, investing into the industry. And so, you know, some of that has gone away. Obviously, we've seen that. We've seen the correction, especially in like in the ultra modern stuff. <clears throat> we've seen those prices kind of correct. But, you know, to me, in my mind, it, it, it really feels like we're, we're just back to pre-pandemic, but stronger than that was. Uh, and so, you know, I think another encouraging thing, too, right now, we're, we're at this position to where um, we're seeing a lot more innovation in our industry. And I know AI is a huge buzzword. And, you know, there is AI being uh, used in the industry. You know, we, we're using AI assistance with our grading, you know, but, you know, we have since day one. But but there's a lot more than AI out there. Right. And there's a lot of new innovation I know that we're looking at. And I, and I know other leaders in the industry are looking at. And so I think that, you know, right now is a really exciting time because I don't want to say it's like a restart or reboot. I think that now we're at a point where finally past the pandemic. Now we can kind of get back to, OK, here's what the market is. It's strong. A lot of new people are still coming in. And what can we do now? What are some more things we can do? What are new services we can offer? Those types of things. Yeah, I, I, I 
love that that sentiment because it does feel like you know like you said there were a lot of people in here who maybe were you know uh i know i i this maybe me using my own words but like kind of in it for the wrong reasons and now that the kind of the dust is settled you have people who are they got into this go well this is cool i want to be part of this and you're right i think where it was five six years ago to where we are now yes there was that crazy moment in the middle but you have i think people who are even more passionate and like you said i think a uh, an injection of youth that is really exciting as well that feels good about the, the, the future of the hobby um and speaking of that uh exciting future right now for ccg uh i want to get into what you guys are working on what you guys have planned we've heard the news about the change with the grading service, uh, CSG, CGC coming together, basically all under one umbrella. Can you tell us a little bit about more detail about exactly what collectors can expect from the change with the, the grading service? Absolutely. You know, what we did was we brought CGC trading cards and CSG sports cards together under one roof. Now, I say under one roof, we are already together. Um, the reason why we were separate in the beginning was because our focus was having the proper expertise on that on that material, meaning, you know, only people with trading card experience, Pokemon magic. The Gathering and, of course, you know, Yu-Gi-Oh, those types of games, they only grade that material, right? They're not helping on sports cards and then vice versa. The sports card team focuses on sports and the non-sports as well, So, which is great. That's what you want. You know, one thing you want in a grading company, I want to know who the experts are, who's the expertise behind it. And then secondly, who, who who's grading what? And so, so that's very important. But what we have found and what I especially have found is, you know, there were hurdles that were preventing people from using our services. Uh, like I, you know, like I foresaw and like the rest of us foresaw at the company. And, and so we started looking at things and, and realizing we need to streamline. We need to be able to submit any type of card, sports card, trading card, non-sports under in one box, one submission form, one fee, and just streamline it across the board. And so that's really the, the result of that. And, you know, about a year, just over a year ago, we did a lot of research about our label for the CSG. And, uh, you know, after those focus groups and surveys that we did and, and market study, we went to the black label, which has been great. The reception has been fantastic. And so even at that time, we looked at it, you know, what do we do? Do we combine things? How do we do it? And so, you know, the, this bringing everything together, streamlining it, this has been over a year in the works. This isn't something that was like, oh, hey, let's do this for the national this year. It really got rolling with the new label. And then over the course of the year, you know, we heard from so many people about the black label and how, you know, the neutrality of it, right. doesn't take away from the card, which that's what we want. But, you know, we, we have the clearest best holder in the industry and it doesn't take away from the card. Why, why would the label, right. We don't want the label to as well. And so that's what we found in, in the focus groups that we, we conducted and, and the surveys and, and, and just in general talking to dealers and, and, and also people that don't use our services. And that's what we came up with was the, the majority like the black label, the, the neutrality of that. And so that's, that's really what brought us to the announcement uh, here. You know, uh, the recent announcement of the merger, it's, it's to streamline everything for the customer because, you know, I, I look at everything from a collector standpoint, I'm still a huge collector. And, you know, one of the things that my guys hear all the time and, and girls all the time, you know, they're grading is you as a collector, would you be happy with this card, this holder, this label in your collection, you get this in the mail, you open it up for your reveal. And so that's the way we look at it. And, and that's all has to do with, you know, I just want to streamline it. I want to make it fun 
because grading is fun. And yes, you know, you could, there's people that make a living buying and selling grading cards. A lot of people, um, there's people that just do that on the, uh, for fun to fund their collection. And, and so the point is, it shouldn't be a hassle to, to, to send cards in to be graded. And, and that's really the focus of, of all what we've done here. Yeah. Well, that's great. I, I, I can tell you that just personally, when we were looking at these changes and looking at the new slabs, like it got us excited. It was like, it looks, you know, it's, it's, it, 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 a few months ago, I won't mention the grading company, but there was a lot of talk about a a lot of changes being done with subgrades, weird things happening. And we all thought, man, this seems a little too confusing, especially for newer folks in this hobby. And it was great to see you guys take this, combine things here, say, you know what, let's combine these two strengths. Let's get even stronger and create and the slab itself to me. That's what it all comes down to. It looks great. And like you said, I think it'll fit right into a collection. But I, I do want to address the, uh, the, the sports cards collectors, because I think there is still a view among the hobby, uh, certain folks in the hobby, I should say, that maybe that you guys are like, well, if I'm a sports card collector, I might go to some other companies that have more expertise, longer times doing sports cards. They are more, you know, the trading cards and comics, all that stuff, which is great. But why, basically, what is your pitch to sports card collectors who uh, maybe are still on the fence about making that switch uh, over to you guys for grading? Well, look, you know, as a card grading service, we are still new to the scene, right? We're still three years in into this. We're, we're not, you know, long card history. The Certified Collectibles Group as a whole, you know, we've been grading collectibles since 1987. We are the world's largest collectibles grading company. Uh, and, and all combined for all uh, the Certified Collectibles Group's uh, 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 verticals, you know, we've graded over 75 million collectibles. So we have a, a deep history of, of expertise. Um, you know, one, one thing I always joke about is, uh, he, who just now, uh, announced his retirement, but Mark Salzberg or chairman of the company, uh, he's a world renowned coin expert. And you know, the joke I'd always laugh is, you know, if you're looking for Mark, he's in the grading room, grading coins. Now this is the chairman of the company. You know, we don't depend on him to grade coins, but, but that's his passion. And so that's our passion from the top down. And so, you know, Every vertical that we, that we start here at Certified Collectibles Group, we start with the best experts we can find in that field. And so cards are no different. And, and, and on the sports side, it's no different. You know, uh, it's hard to find, you know, name, name a grader at any other grading service. And, and, and you know, you want to know who, who is it behind all this. You know, it's great to say we have AI and we have this and we have that, but but you never see one mention of anybody that's grading, anybody's background in grading. And so – that's the big difference with us. You know, my expertise is one thing, but, you know, uh, my other senior graders have experience in this industry as well. My, my lead modern uh, senior finalizer, <clears throat> excuse me, he's been professionally grading for over 10 years in the industry. Um, but, you know, we also, we have the training because we can't just lean on one person's expertise or, or five people's expertise. Now, the big separator for us is the education part. Uh, you know, Dr. Webb, I brag on him all the time. He's our director of education. He's the one that conducts our, our classroom training, not just when you're onboarded, but also ongoing training. You know, I know the alt, uh, alterations and counterfeit detections, one of our modules that, you know, we do quite a bit. But, you know, I, but I understand, you know, when, when you're you may be new to the industry and you don't you see all these other names that have come and gone already. And, you know, you don't know who, who's who's there, who's who's there for the long run and you know, with our financial backing and our expertise uh, and, and just our numbers, you know, we're, we're the number two in capacity, number two largest card grading service now. And so I think all these things combined, you know, 
take take it all into consideration and see where we're at. You know, I I, I think you know what I'd like to, to ask everybody is at least give us a try. Get a holder, get it in hand, take a look at it, and make your own decision on it. Because I, I I know that you know people will be surprised that don't know think that maybe or a fly by night or something like that. I, I think that uh, once they start seeing the history that is here and the expertise, um, I, I think that you'll see that. And, and we've seen that already. You know, we actually, um, on the sports side, we were the fastest grading company to grade uh, a million cards, um, which which I'm, I'm really proud of that. I think that's awesome. But, but you know, it, it, we, there's, still, there's still work to be done. We still have to get get the word out there and, and let people see for themselves. You know, we can we can talk to we're blue in the face, but you got to see the product. You've got to see the cards, the sales realized, things of that nature. And it's coming. But uh, for anybody, you know, that, that has a question about us, two things, do some research, see what you find about us, but also contact us. You know, we, our customer service is in-house. They'll take your call and get you the right person. Um, you know, and, and if any questions, of course, at the national, we're going to be there again, uh, grading on site and I'll be there. Our entire, most of our team will be there, uh, to answer questions. So, uh, you know, the big thing for me is I want to be transparent and open and accessible. So that, that that's a, if you have questions about us, please let me know. Yeah, you know, and I think you hit on it earlier that the big thing that, you know, and and I'll, I'll get into some of the uh, this this kind of boom in the grading in, with uh, grading companies this last couple of years. But the thing that immediately stood out, you know, when, when we're talking about it on our podcast was, oh, those are the guys that have done comics for years. They do all that. Like, oh, yeah, that's a trusted name. They know what they're doing. Uh, so I think that always was in the back of my mind. Of like, yeah, these guys, what's what's it all comes together here with the grading? It's it, this is going to be, you know. Uh, uh, like you said, it's gonna where you guys are now, where it's uh, second in volume, and it feels like yeah, this is a, a real competitor for the big for the, for the biggest names here in this in this uh, in this corner of the hobby. And speaking of that, it's a it's a corner that's grown a lot over the last few years. Sometimes uh, there are times where it's like I'm getting whiplash because I see so many new names. Like whoa, what what's this now? What's what's going on? How are you grading? You got I know Master P was doing one at one point. You know, it's 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 hard to keep up with how many grading services there are. Uh, so I want to know from you, like how do you think that this space has, it, it became a little too crowded and how do you guys uh, try to stand out from the rest of the crowd? Yeah. I, you know, I, I think, and I'm just going by what, you know, I, I see a lot of social media, the, the big four grading companies, mm. you know, there, there is this market's big enough. There's room for competition because competition is healthy, right? They, we don't want a monopoly uh, of any company. Uh, and, and grading is just another aspect of that competition. Is, it, 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 it pushes innovation. It pushes the customer service. Uh, you know, it, it raises the bar. And so I, I think that the marketplace is very healthy with, with, the, with quote unquote, big four, uh, you know, a lot of these other companies have come and gone, um, you know, that uh, to me, it's not a big factor that it's it's um, uh, when you look at and, and dive into some of these, there's not a history there. There's not an expertise there. So, you know, I, I think there's really there's there's four big competitors in, in our industry. And, and, I, and I think there's room for us. I, I really do. I think the numbers show that. Uh, I think it's a matter of, as you said, how do you how do uh, you stand out as a company above your competition? Uh, you know, it, for us, the big thing is technology and innovation. Uh, I think that's that's really what separates us, aside from just the you know expertise alone and things like the holder and things like that. But you know, we're always trying to innovate. We're always growing, looking at the next thing, the next service that we can we can do. And it's a really cool thing when you have the ability and the backing to go. All right, what do you, what do you want to do next? 
you know, what it, one of the things I've talked about here recently is we have some more uh, holder sizes coming out. We're going to keep expanding that. Um, and that plays into our signature series that'll be coming soon for cards. And so I, I just don't want to ever stop because like I said, I'm still a big collector. This is still fun for me, right? <laughs> it, just, it should always be fun. And yeah. so it's fun for me too. When I go, okay, what else cool things would I want to see? Like signature series, I know it's going to be awesome. It's huge in comics. Um, cards is going to be just as awesome. And I'm excited about that personally because I love autographs. I love getting cards signed. And, and so, you know, it, it, is it selfish? Yeah, probably. But everybody benefits from that, right? Because <laughs> I like it. It's cool. And, and so, but no, seriously, that's how we yeah. look at it. It's, you know, we want to listen to the, to the marketplace and innovate. I think that's really what makes us stand out. Yeah, you that it's the nail right on the head for me is like, how do you approach it? You go, well, what would I like? What do I think is cool? And you know what? Sometimes it might not work, but a lot of times it does. You realize, hey, what I think is cool is it's what other collectors would want, being a longtime collector. And yeah, I, I think there's also this uh, why I think there's a, a lot of excitement for what you guys are doing here is there is, I think, a larger crossover between the sports card world even tra- and and the trading card comics world where those interests are very shared like we just saw it we just had some uh, some great marvel sets where our whole you know we have the biggest boxes of baseball basketball football come through here and yet i saw more people crowding around watching us <laughs> open a box of marvel cards that we just had than i had ever seen so there there is i think a this untapped potential where uh you're gonna get a big crossover right there uh you you kind of mentioned uh, briefly what you planned on at the national. I think I heard on-site grading at the national. Is that correct? Uh, what else do you got planned? Yeah. So yeah, we'll, we'll be uh, in attendance again this year in the corporate area. We'll, we will be grading on-site as we always have. Um, yeah. When I say we're going, it's going to be a carnival at our booth. I, I literally mean that it's going to be a carnival. We, we have a midway that's going to be set up and um, some really cool things to not only, you know, interact with, with games and other things with cards, but the cool things for me is, you know, on our stage, we'll have a stage in our booth and we'll be doing things like meet the grader where I and other members from a grading uh, team will be there to take a look at some cards, talk about them. You got questions, want to know maybe what would this grade, things like that. That's the time to, to come by and see uh, and talk to us. And we're going to have some other programming that uh, I'm not going to say yet, but uh, we're going to have some, some big programming going on at our booth. And, uh, you know, the big thing too is, is, is their inter- interactions with the kids. We're doing a, a junior grader program with kids. That's going to be really cool. And so, uh, you know, the whole point is engagement. Come by, you know, even if you're not submitting cards uh, for on-site or for take-back, stop by and see what else we've got going on. I, I think it's going to be really cool. It's definitely going to be the biggest national for us uh, and and the most we've gone out, you know, like I said, with the carnival. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. I love it. That sounds really exciting. And I love the that you guys are, are like, they meet the grader. That It's all about that push for transparency, which I think is so huge in especially the grading circles because, uh, you know, I think we've mentioned it on our show. Sometimes it feels like it's uh, all of the people who are grading in certain companies. It's like the end of Raiders of the Lost Ark. It's like, oh, we've got our top men on it. Who, you know, you're top men. Don't worry about it. It's, but <laughs> it can feel like that sometimes. So it's great to see, you know, putting the face to the grader. And, and I think, too, that there's a lot of folks who are unfairly like oh they're they all have these conspiracies of what's going on and i think that like you said doing that putting a face to what you guys are doing uh it goes such a long way for that trust and uh you know that brand recognition that i think is really important uh just a couple more questions for you andy before i let you go uh just personally uh the national uh it's uh 
such a an exciting event. I did it for the first time last year, and it blew me away. Just the 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 size and the scale and everything under the sun that you could find in the in the card and collectibles world. So I just want to know for you personally. Are you on the lookout for anything at the Nationals or anything that's always on your checklist? Or is there anything maybe specifically this year that you're you're keeping an eye out for? Well, uh, first, I'm going to say I've learned this lesson already that I have to be careful when I say things like that about what I'm looking for. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Yeah. You don't want to let it out. And then somebody else went, all right, write that down. Uh, now I know what to look for. But, but yes, uh, there's always things I'm looking for. Uh, each year there may be a few specific things, but there's some, there's some longstanding old time uh, lists that I'm looking for. But, you know, I'll tell you what's really cool. I don't, I don't give very much time at all to shop the national, unfortunately, and maybe one day when I retire, but you know, when, when I do get to go out, I, it's the great thing is, you know, have a list. Only go after what you're going after. Throw all that out the door, man. You got to just go sometimes and just see what catches your eye because, you know, I, I have a list and, and I know what I'm looking for, but every single national, it's like I never expected to see this. So <laughs> I, I love it. You know, one of the things I love is vintage Japanese. So it seems like uh, the national is a good place where I get some, some get to add a few really cool cards to my collection each year. So that's one thing that's that's usually a, 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 a go to for me. Nice. No, that's really cool. Yeah, I gotta. I I don't know if I've seen a lot of that uh, uh, hanging around. I definitely now I'm gonna be on the lookout. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you're right. Maybe you shouldn't have let it out the, the cat out the back. Uh, and a couple more here. Uh, I. Any tips for first timers? You kind of mentioned it sounds like be open, keep your mind open. Sounds like a good tip if you're a first timer. And of course, this is in Chicago. So maybe if you got any tips for anyone who's coming for the first time and, and, and what you uh, can expect from the show at Rosemont this year. Well, I will say that in the current rotation of cities for the national Rosemont, Chicago area, I think it's the best. I think it's the best crowd. I think that's the, you see the best material there. It's just Chicago area. It's just a great central location for a national. Um, what I would say for people going to their first national, it is going to be overwhelming. So take it slow. You know, if you're there for only a day, you're not going to see it all and that's okay. Pace yourself, take breaks, you know, wear comfortable shoes is a very big one. Uh, you know, you hear everyone say cash is king and that is true, but uh, most dealers, I'm trying to think if I've even seen a dealer that I've bought something from the last couple of years, you know, most dealers are taking, uh, whether it's card or, or some other type of payment now. So, you know, I, there's always a little concern about if you're carrying, you know, too much cash, something like that. But don't worry about it. I, most dealers are going to be able to take other forms of payment. Um, I always carry around a couple of snacks in my pocket because it's just such a lot, a lot of walking. But uh, number one rule, and and this applies more to comic cons, <laughs> in my experience, the card shows are the same. Please, everyone, wear deodorant and, and bathe because it's going to be very packed in there. We're going to be very close together. Oh, so yeah. do everyone a favor. And but, but in all seriousness, though, just pace yourselves and, and just try to take it all in. And, you know, when it's time for a break, go to the corporate areas, even if you're not doing business over there, because a lot of the corporate, uh, the big corporations, they'll have a lot of interactive stuff to do and see. And it's a great place to take a break, take a break, open a box or, you know, just hang out for a little bit before you, you take off again. Uh, and then lastly, I'll say is when you're looking at a dealer's booth, and you see something you like and you say, I'll come back, get the dealer's booth number, put it in your phone, write it on your hand, because you will not remember where it is. I promise. 
Yeah, great tips. And uh, having done uh, multiple San Diego Comic Cons, uh, yes, cleanliness is key, one hundred percent. Andy, hey, I'll leave you with this. Uh, out the door, give us your elevator pitch. Why should collectors choose CGC over uh, the competition? We're the number one grading service of collectibles in the world, and CGC cards is no different. There you go. Andy Broom, he's the, uh, you can uh, find him, uh, CGC or CCG. Uh, where else can we find you, Andy, uh, on the internet? CGCcards.com, social media, CGC Cards. Uh, and I'm on Twitter. The handle is CardGrader. There you go. And of course, check him out at The National. Uh, Andy, thank you so much for joining me. Really appreciate it. Thank you, man. Thank you so much for having me on. <laughs>